<laughs> Welcome to our world. Welcome to the world of the people in the, in the western uh, hemisphere of the United States as well. Good morning. 506, Trey Ware, KTSA. There's Elaine. There's Jimmy. There's Don. Jimmy Don. Um, so they're covered in smoke up in New York and Pennsylvania. Their tea at three is being widely affected by the smoke in the air. Can I believe all this smoke? Yeah, well, every August, Mexico lights a bunch of fires on, uh, lights a bunch of fires down in the mountains, and it blows right over our heads, and we deal with it here every August. And out in uh, California, uh, for another reason, they have all kinds of wildfires. Basically the same reason that this wildfire is going on. It's called poor management, poor forest management. This has nada to do with climate change is causing this, said the old fart in the White House yesterday. Climate change, this is climate change. No, it's not. AOC said it, but she always says stupid stuff. So, no, it's not. No, what, what they do in Canada is like what they do in California. They've done this thing. They've, they've bit off on this thing that if they go out and they pick up the twigs underneath the trees, let's just put it that way, and if they cut the dying grass, the dead grass around in, you know the forest and up in the mountains of California, well, that's killing Mother Earth. You're hurting Mother Earth by picking up the twigs by doing controlled burns throughout the year. Uh, before there was so much uh, human population and uh, habitation, uh, this was God's way of clearing out the the stuff that would fall off the trees. Lightning strikes would hit, boom, and the next thing you know, you get a big fire. But there wasn't a lot of people living in a congested area called the northeastern portion of the United States or out in California back then, so it was not a big deal. Well, now it's a big deal because all these people, I can't believe this. we got f uh, flights that are canceled. we got people who, don't go outside, you might melt. And uh, And all these fires up in Canada now. So uh, they're dealing with it in the northeastern part of the country. It's going to probably cause, uh, you know, a backlog of flights across the country. Uh, LaGuardia is a problem right now. I think uh, also JFK might be a problem right now. So uh, they're freaking in uh, New York and Pennsylvania and uh, Long Island most certainly because, you know, mm, it's uh, going to get on my beamer. So anyway, that's the problem. And uh, we'll, we'll continue to follow it and let you know. But don't buy off on the stuff about climate change. That's a cult. And the whole idea about climate change, as we've said before, is uh, stealing money from the government, putting it in the pockets of people like Al Gore and John Kerry, because they don't observe what they're telling you to do. They're not eating bugs. <laughs> they're eating really good steak at really fine restaurants and telling you that you need to be eating crickets. <laughs> Pay, wake up and pay attention. Watch what they do, not what they say, okay? Uh, it's two totally different things. What did, what did Dad used to say back in the day? Don't do as I do, do as I say. <laughs> Don't do as I do, do as I say. Right, exactly. Anyway, that's the deal. Um, they got some fires up in Canada. We sent some firefighters up there to put the fires out in Canada, and it's a lack of forest management. What you have to do, and you know this because if you've worked, when we had the ranch, I used to have to do this. You have to do control burns. Uh, we would go out with the with the tractor, and either with the front end loader or I'd, I might get on a on a, a D eight every once in a while and move some trees around. Uh, you got to pile all that stuff up, and you got to light it on fire, or else you're going to get this. Uh, and that's what they're dealing with, the same thing they deal with in California for basically the same reason. They don't clean up the crap that's underneath the trees, and this is what you get.
and the whole country up there, half the country up there is on fire, and it's uh, blowing down into uh, the northeast. And if it wasn't the northeast, you probably you wouldn't hear much about it, okay? But because of all the media outlets that are up there and all the elites that are living up there, and this is not, this is not good for my suit, I might get some in my hair. They're not used to it. We Wait till August if you're new around here. Mexico, a lot of all the fires down in the mountains, and it'll blow everything up here. Okay, I've been talking for several days now that uh, the DOJ intends to indict Donald Trump. This is an election interference, okay? Make no mistake about that. They have been working on a case with prosecutorial misconduct, Mr. Trump is charging, uh, in order to uh, indict him and have him in court right after the uh, primary is decided when he probably will be running for election. And that's probably the plan for the Democrats as to why they're doing this. So Jack Smith, who the Democrats and Merrick Garland, remember Merrick is just a, a tool in the hands of the people who are running the Biden administration. They brought this Jack Smith guy back from The Hague. He was a prosecutor at The Hague. Don't think for one minute that they're going to let him get away without filing charges against Donald Trump. Now, we had anticipated that was going to happen this week, and they've run into a few snags, and it looks like it's going to be held off for another week or so. We'll see, right? We'll, we'll see whether or not he actually gets this done. But uh, the word is out now, apparently, that he's going to be charging Trump with gathering, transmitting, or losing national defense information and uh, also probably with obstruction of justice because that's a biggie. You know, that that sounds really big when ABC breaks in. Donald Trump charged with obstruction of justice. Aaron Katursky is there. Aaron, tell me about it. You know, that kind of thing. Because that's that's why they're doing all this, play it up really, really, really big. In fact, prior to the indictment in Manhattan by Alvin Bragg, uh, timelines turned out to be wrong. So take, you know, this timeline with a huge grain of salt because all kinds of stuff can happen. But the word that is coming out is that absolutely they are working with the grand jury in this case in order to indict uh, Donald Trump basically on some conversations he had with representatives of Mark Meadows, remember Mark Meadows was his chief of staff, his right-hand man, describing a government document dealing with an invasion of Iran, that we were going to invade Iran or something like that. And what they're contending is, is Donald Trump told somebody at Mark Meadows' office, hey, I've got this document here about our invading Iran. Oh, you do? Okay, well, here we go. Now we got him. John Solomon over at the News reported federal prosecutors notified Trump that he is a criminal target and likely to be indicted imminently in a probe into alleged classified documents. However, Donald Trump told Maggie Haberman over at the New York Times, that's that's not true. If it is true, it would he would be the first president, either sitting or former, to be indicted in, in federal court. This is what he put on his Truth Social account last night. No one has told me I'm being indicted, and I shouldn't be because I've done nothing wrong. But I have assumed for years that I am a target of the weaponized DOJ and FBI, starting with the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the no collusion Mueller report, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the perfect Ukraine call, and various other scams and witch hunts, a travesty of justice and election interference at a level never seen before, 
Republicans in Congress must make this their number one issue. So if those reports are true and prosecutors do move against him as early as next week, first time in American history that the government has prosecuted the leading opposition candidate. As I've been telling you all week this week, they do this in places like the former Soviet Union. They would indict, arrest, or kill their political opponent. This is what banana republics uh, do. This would also, if they indict Donald Trump, it would also destroy whatever faith is left in, in, in the democracy and in the system itself. It'd just totally get rid of it. And, of course, we got a huge double standard here. They, uh, the Department of Justice allowed Hillary Clinton to skate. Remember all that she did. She had an email server at her house, and in my view, to hide their corrupt fundraising efforts with the Clinton Family Foundation, how foreign entities were sending them money and paying them huge sums of money to get the then Secretary of State to uh, change policy toward those countries. So when it came down to it, she erased the hard drive. Remember the whole thing about bleach bidding? What does that mean? Do you mean I wiped it with a cloth? <laughs> Remember that? Remember when she said that? And then she instructed her staff to take the cell phones and smash them with hammers, which they did. And uh, uh, they, were t they were being compelled at that time to turn that data over to the Department of Justice, and they went out and smashed it. What happened to her? Do you remember? Nothing. Nothing. And then you've got Joe Biden himself, who said that Trump's handling of classified documents was irresponsible. Well, he took files home when he was vice president where his cokehead son could get to him, crackhead son could get to him next to that Corvette. And then when he was senator, he was taking files home as well. Put them all over the country. University of Pennsylvania, University of Delaware, Chinese money paying to access those documents at the Penn Biden Center. And on and on and on it goes. He was never targeted with an FBI raid like Donald Trump was, like he's a dangerous criminal. We need to go in there. For sure, if Trump is indicted anytime soon, it's going to unite a lot of Republicans behind him, which, by the way, in a weird, twisted way, that might be what Democrats are hoping for because they think they can beat Donald Trump. They think that, okay, as opposed to trying to beat a DeSantis or somebody like that. Uh-huh. The Department of Justice has never apologized for targeting Trump in 2016 and the years thereafter. They have completely discredited themselves going after him again, not just in the eyes of Trump supporters, but the rest of the country and around the world. No president, no presidential candidate has ever been subjected to the kind of abuse and surveillance and harassment that Donald Trump has been subjected to. None in the history of the country. He was impeached the very first time because... As they said, and Adam Schiff said, well, he was trying to have a leading opponent investigated. That was Joe Biden. We now know that Trump was right, that Joe Biden needed to be investigated because allegedly he's been taking bribes. And you remember, he went to Ukraine and said, call off the investigation into my son or you don't get a billion in taxpayer dollars. Joe Biden said that to the people over there. And then he said very publicly, son of a bitch, they called off the investigation, he said. 
While Trump's suspicions of the Biden corruption were well-founded and absolutely true and have national security implications, Trump, at this point, is being accused of a far lesser crime. But right now, Joe Biden and Merrick Garland and Jack Smith and the Department of Justice are doing exactly what Trump was impeached for. They are investigating and indicting a political opponent. Stand by for some very interesting times in the next couple of weeks. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. I don't know anybody that... Come on, are you? All right. I'll take it. Phil and the boys, there must be some misunderstanding, you know. 523, 550 KTSA. Zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Elaine, Jimmy, Don, Jimmy, Don. You guys, all of you, are very resourceful human beings. I'm sure that if need be, you could jack up a car and change the tar. Yes. Huh? Huh? It's happened. I've seen your guns over there. You've been—he's been leaning back, raising his arms, showing his guns off. My God, those things—you could—you don't need a jack. You just lift the car up. That's the goal. That's—that's that's the, the thing. And have Jimmy yeah. change the tire while well, you hold it up. I in hold the it air. up. Not a bad idea. You know, Jimmy changes the tire. Yeah. Elaine makes sure we don't get hit by oncoming. Traffic. That's right. She's mm-hmm. in a yellow vest, going that way, that way, that yeah. way. Go around. Yes, I got it. I understand. But can y'all do what uh, Hank Williams Jr. talked about? Can you uh, skin a cat? Skin yeah, a can you, skin oh, a wait, cat wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, catfish. Can can you? No. Can, how does the song go? I can skin a buck, uh, run a trot line. Yes. A country boy can survive. Can you do any of that stuff? I've, I've done Elaine that since can. I was nine years old. What are you talking about? All right. So, I didn't move to Texas yesterday. Right. Like okay. So you can do all that stuff, right? Yeah. I spit Elaine some beach nut in other dude's eye. I don't care. Elaine used to rabbit hunt all the time, kill rabbits. She's a rabbit killer over here. Rabbit killer. What about you? I mean, you used to wrestle elk, so I know you can do yeah, something I, like that. Yeah, but, you know, that. I would let them go. I wouldn't kill them. Oh, you, would, you, know. you didn't break their neck yeah, to take just, them home? It was just for sport. It was just yeah. fun. It was a workout. <laughs> it was, yeah, <laughs> that's how we got the guns. Yeah. You wrestle an elk, see how easy it is. It's, there's nothing fun about it. <laughs> I know. I was on the business end of a bull one time, and that was not fun at all. Yeah. Been I, there. And I, beech nut doesn't taste that good either way. Ugh. Oh, no, it does. <laughs> I like the red man gold well, blend. red man's perfect. That's my favorite. Yeah, me too. Okay, so there's a 38-year-old man. He's got two daughters, right, 13 and 10, right? And uh, he's been teaching them to be independent. So he has taught them how to change tires on the car. It's a good idea. Right. I think it's a great idea, as a matter it's of fact. It's an important skill. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so the other day, and they live in a coastal town, and the other day he takes his 13-year-old daughter fishing, and they didn't catch anything. So he went to the store, and he bought a whole fish, which you can do on the East Coast. You can't buy many whole fish here. You can, but you got to go to, like, Groomers or somewhere to do it. Yeah. Sure. But on the East Coast, you can just walk into HEB, uh, you know, whatever there's, their grocery yeah, store over there. There's no H-E-B Right, whatever it is, and you buy a whole fish, right? So he takes the whole fish home with a 13-year-old, and he says, gut it. And she went, what? And he says, 
gut that fish. I'm going to show you how to do this. And she, you know, you know, was getting sick and wasn't doing too well about this and went and told her mom, right? And mom got mad that dad was making the 13-year-old gut a fish. So he shares this, of course, because we share every part of our lives on Reddit, right, or somewhere. We've got to, we've got to you know, bring the whole world into our family issues. And he explains how his wife and his daughters now are mad at him because he was making one of them gut a fish. She may be mad now, and she may be, you know, not feeling too well after having to, to gut a fish. But I still say, I still say, and it, this might be the Texas coming out at me. That's a smart idea. I have a nephew. I won't say his name because he has chosen to be out of the public eye. And to the, to the point where he's never had a social media account ever in his life. He's a grown man. He's got a wife and kids. He's got a family. And he lives up, up north, of, north, way north. <laughs> he lives way north. A Georgetown? Yeah, no. <laughs> a lot northern of that. All right? Where they actually get real snow. Oh, okay, right. And he uh, goes out a couple of times a year by himself. Oh, the one that does the camping and stuff. Yeah. Nothing, but whatever he kills, that's what he eats. Jacket and a gun and a little pup tent on his back. Just to to prove he can do it Mm -hmm. if it ever becomes necessary. I think that's a great skill to have. Right. But, you know, there are people that, that I know you know, up in Maine, that that's how they live. Yeah, that's you know, what I was going to say. You know, yeah, that, that's they their don't, daily they, routine. They don't <laughs> frequent the grocery store, you know. They they grow it all themselves. That's they, good. You know, take it all down themselves out Smart. the woods during hunting season. They Smart have the idea. big big freezer to stock up yeah. for the winters. And I think stuff. it's a good idea. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing for this daddy to be teaching it to his daughters. The whole family is all mad at him right now. But uh, eventually. But a fish? Yeah. They, it doesn't just happen on its own. Right. Yes, somebody's got to do it. Well, my granddaughter's daddy, he does that for a living. Right. He he chops the head off and guts the fish so that you can go eat it after it's been fried up and served up on your plate with a bunch of tartar sauce. That's his job. He's got to take that whole fish and rip it apart so you can have it. Yeah. And it's not Long John Silver. Sea Island is where he is. But anyway, (laughs) that's the deal. Somebody's got to do it. and, And if you ever had to do it, a lot of people wouldn't know the first thing about it. Wouldn't know the business side of a fish, would they? The business end. What do I do with that? What do I do with that? What do I do with that? Well, you can start on either end. It doesn't matter. And right? I, uh, well, that's true. Can, either end can be lobbed off. Yeah. That's true. Well, you got to go up that one area uh-huh. on the back end. <laughs> that's, and right in the middle. And that's the bad side. But you know what? She's going to be a valuable wife to some dude sometime. Because yeah, he won't ever have to do it. Right? <laughs> Doesn't have to get his hands dirty. Gutting, That's right. Gutting a fish was the best part of fishing as a little boy. You're like, oh, let yeah. me cut it open and see what well, it looks like. I do it at the coast when we fish, and I stand there on the pier, and it's great chum for the dolphins that come swimming up. Sure. You throw that out there, and the poor pies show up, and they start eating that. All the that occasional chum. shark? Yeah, well, <laughs> they did have one. In that, did you see that hammerhead in Galveston last I week? I did. <laughs> that was a good God one. Bless. That had to be like 15 feet. Yeah, at least fifteen well, foot. Didn't hammer. they try to release it back and it just didn't make it? There was one I saw. Where I don't they, know. It was a big one, big shark here yeah. on the Texas coast, and they caught it and they were trying to get it back into the water uh, and let it go, and it just never went, and then it died. I didn't see that one. I saw one that almost beached himself, and then he went back out. He was in the Bay Area, and he went back out in the Galveston Bay uh, Area. So, yeah. 
Those hammerheads are not nice. They're not real friendly. Especially and, and, apparently, and apparently not very good with following directions. <laughs> I really didn't know where he was going. Pulling one in from the surf? Google Maps or what something. Am, what am I doing in Texas? I'm meant to be in Florida. <laughs> All right, back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Jack Riccardi, and you've heard me talk about the employee... Going to be mostly sunny today. A strong thunderstorm is possible later on this afternoon. And then the heat wave begins, baby. And that reminded me about something yesterday. I was getting ready to bed down, and the power went down a little bit and came up. And the power fluctuated down a little bit and came up. How do I know? Because i got all these fans in my bedroom, and they, ooh, 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 up and down they go. Let me just ask you a question. Do you think in the United States of America we ought to be going backwards to a third world status, which is exactly where we're headed with the power grid in this country? Do you think we ought to be advancing and getting better over time, or do you think we should be going backwards and start to live in huts without any power, which is exactly what the greenies want you to do. They want you eating bugs, and I'm not making that up. Look around. Check it out for yourself. Do a little Google search. They want you eating bugs, and they want you to be without power, very limited power. From the Washington Times this morning, transition to green energy puts U.S. at risk for power outages as summer heats up. Now, this is something we've been familiar with in California for a long time because California, in all their idiocy out there, started to get away from what they knew was a great power source, and they started to rely on windmills and solar panels, stuff that we know that does not work. Here's how the story begins. Motionless windmills, solar panel glitches, shuttered coal plants, and low water levels create a recipe for widespread power outages this summer. The country's leading watchdog on power grid reliability is now warning the United States to prepare for not having power at certain times. Not just California, not just Texas with a snowstorm two years ago. The North American Electric Reliability Corp. found that electrical grids powered two-thirds of the U.S. are at two-thirds or at risk of energy shortfalls during the summer heat waves. We are at risk right now because we have gotten away from what we know works, like coal, which plenty clean here in the United States, like, oh, renewables such as nuclear, which we know works, and it is the cleanest renewable source of energy and most reliable, by the way. And, of course, with Biden in office, we're not going to do any more drilling for oil and gas. I'm going to wash it out, he said. I'm going to work it out. I'm going to wash it out which means he's not approving any more leases for oil and gas in the United States. As a result, the North American Electric Reliability Corporation says we're not making enough electricity, and yet they're increasing the demand on the grids as they sit because now, you know, you got to have an electric car. You can't buy a gas car anymore. We're getting rid of your gas stove, getting rid of your gas water heater, getting rid of your gas furnace, and blah, blah and transferring everything over to electricity in a grid that's already a very fragile grid all across the country. Two-thirds of the country. Can you imagine? Let me just put it this way. Can you imagine two-thirds of the United States of America without power? Now, I don't understand, really, why the Democrats are so hell-bent on turning the United States into an S-hole country. 
but they are. And they're doing it bit by bit and piece by piece when it comes to electricity. I told the funny story in the last half hour of a dad who's teaching his two daughters how to be self-reliant, changing tires, gutting fish, going hunting, etc. Learn how to do all that, please. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please learn how to do all that on your own. Because you, 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 we can't imagine in this country, because none of us have lived through not having power. I mean, we've gone for a short period of time. I'm talking about, you know, we've gone for a few days, right? Most of us were alive a couple of years ago during the winter, and we went without power for a couple of days, and you know how bad that was. Some of us were alive during recent hurricanes and didn't have power, couldn't get gasoline, etc. Those are very short-term, and you know that there's an end coming to it. What we're facing right now with the electrical grid in the United States, not just California, but in the country itself, is being without power for months on end. That's a real possibility. It could happen. It's not hyperbole. It's not trying to freak anybody out. That's a real possibility. You need to prepare for that kind of possibility, that the grid in the country is going to be stressed. And look, we're already going into triple digits next week here in Texas. And with that happening and more and more stress being put on the electrical grid, you need to know what you're going to do if you don't have power because that's a, that's something we've never faced long-term in this country. Um, we, we And here's what's frustrating about that. Once again, it's not necessary. Um, they're doing it on they're doing it to us on purpose because we we don't we, we've got plenty of of oil and natural gas and plenty of clean burning coal that we could use to power all of the United States without a hiccup without a glitch. They're doing it on purpose. They're doing it to feed this cult of climate change, which is all about controlling you and making a ton of money for themselves again when you hear john Kerry talk about the climate or joe biden talk about the climate or any of the others that go you know al gore screaming about the climate the climate has made them extremely wealthy and put them in a position to control the rest of us and extract more of our hard-earned dollars out of out of our lives and put it into their pockets over and over again i tell you that when they talk about the second amendment as an example don't listen to what they say, which is you need to give up your gun because kids are getting shot in the schools. Like you're you're going around shooting kids in the schools, right? So you need to give up your gun so no more kids get shot. How illogical is that? But don't listen to what they're saying. Pay attention to what they're doing. Those guys are surrounded by guys with big, heavy guns every day, and so are all their family members, and they live behind walls. Walls are bad. We need to tear down the wall at the southern border, but they all live behind walls. They have walls erected around their houses. <laughs> and the same is true with climate change. You need to eat bugs. You need to sit in a dark house without AC so we don't screw up the planet. And yet... Those guys are eating the finest steak that money can buy, and they got all the AC and all the heating that they could ever want. They're not living in the world they're creating for us to live in. And that's why we need to stand up against them. That's why we need to push back against all this nonsense and this climate change cult that they are forcing the United States to go backwards into the 1800s and 1700s, and they want us to live in those times. At one time, the United States could be counted upon to be the most advanced country on planet Earth, technologically, 
in in every way possible, we were the most advanced. Guess what? We're not anymore. And it's because these cultists who are running the country right now are dismantling everything that turned us into the most advanced people that ever, ever lived on planet Earth. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, Trey Ware here. You have you say the pledge to the number to do so on our voicemail is uh, 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. Trey Ware here on KTSA 210-599-5555. Uh, they got all that smoke on the uh, northeast up there. That's New York and uh, Pennsylvania and all those other little states that are up there. And uh, which you could get like 50 of those states in, in one Texas. Um, and they got some smoke up there, and they're really freaked out by the smoke that's in the air. Uh, we deal with it every August here because of uh, Mexico that lights all their fires and it all blows up here. And uh, they deal with it in California all the time because they're just stupid about how they have a non-forest management program, which is the same thing that got them in trouble with this up in Canada. You got to burn the little twigs because it, all that stuff that falls out of the trees and all the grass that dies becomes what we call kindling. Comes becomes kindling, and you got to do control burns of the kindling so you don't have a problem. Well, the prime minister of Canada, cut number two, Jimmy, the prime minister of Canada, sounding off on what he thinks the big issue of the day is, and I guess it's not 499. Uh, wildfires that are burning in Canada right now, smoking up our East Coast. What is he concerned about? I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, uh, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ2 plus uh, <laughs> kids' rights. <laughs> this has gotten so stupid. <laughs> you can't, he can't even keep but, track. But you know what? That's a pretty man right there. <laughs> That's a pretty boy. Eh? <laughs> he's well, man pretty. <laughs> he's, he's standing up for his own rights, I guess, yeah, huh? Well, you know. Yeah. Well, actually, he's got a good-looking wife. So. Yeah, sure. That's a cover wife. If I ever saw one, that's a cover wife. Well, I... <laughs> good-looking cover. <laughs> well, you know. Okay, Jimmy, do it again. This is the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau of Canada, uh, explaining what's important to him right now. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, uh, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ plus uh, kids' rights. Uh, <laughs> you know, his his father, Pierre yes. Elliott, was, was a pretty progressive guy back in the day. <laughs> but he was also a man's man. Yes, you know, he was. He didn't back down from anything. I saw Maggie Trudeau a few times. Yeah, yeah. And so, he was a man's man. Justin's mama. <laughs> yeah, you, she was. She was something else. Yeah, right. But you, sometimes you, you got to wonder if he's rolling over in his grave. Like, what the hell is wrong with? She you? was. She was quite the swinger and partier, wasn't she? She yeah. was like, yeah. yeah. She had some nymph qualities about her. I do believe. <laughs> By perhaps he did too. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> But it's not the fires that's the problem. It's the LG. I don't even know. That's the point. Is we don't even know. They put so many damn letters in this thing now. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what it is anymore, do we? <laughs> not really. <laughs> you know, he could just simplify it and use the word that they use. I'm standing up for the rights of queers. <laughs> What's wrong with that? They, that's what they say. Alternative lifestylers. <laughs> 
Could yeah. you use that? <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I just came across that, and I just I couldn't stop laughing because he's, like, totally lost. His eyes are, like, that big around because he knows he's screwed up, right? Yeah. He knows yeah. he's in trouble now because he doesn't have it down pat anymore. Yep. There's so many letters. Am I leaving any any letters out, you know? So now now to make sure that they're, they, they're covering their asses on this, they just put a plus at the end, and that just takes care of everybody. Sure. So <laughs> you know, why didn't they do that at the beginning? Getting. Right. So God Almighty. Yeah. He said LGDP. Uh-huh. So I was like, the lesbian gross domestic product? <laughs> <laughs> Back in a minute, KTSA. America's Diamond offers our five years, 60 months. Know what I say? When everything is something, then nothing is. Um, let me just give you a couple of examples. Good morning. It's 606 Trayware KTSA with Elaine and Jimmy and Don and Jimmy Don. And so here's the deal. Um, the Democrats, if you don't agree with it, here's, let me back up a second. The Democrats don't have a coherent message the American people are willing to buy. When, when your main thing is, I think Megyn Kelly said it just right yesterday. She said, why in the world would you ever vote for a party whose one of their guiding principles is removing penises and breasts from little children. Why would you ever vote for a cult like that? And she's absolutely right. Why would you ever vote for the Democrats who are a cult? That's what they are. They don't live in reality. And so remember a couple of years ago when BLM was lighting fires and burning America down. You talk about an insurrection. Now that was an insurrection for real. And the next thing you heard was, you know what, if you don't agree with us, you're a racist. And that's that was their answer for everything. Instead of debating ideas with you and having a reasonable discussion with you about ideas and policy and their stuff that they know the American people will not buy, you can only put so much you-know-what on a you-know-what and try to make it appealing. And so that's what they try to do because that's exactly what their agenda is. And they can't make it appealing. So, oh, now if you don't agree with us, you're a racist. And, of course, everything to them goes back to climate change. Climate change is a money-making cult. That's all it is. It's not real. It is a hoax that was made up by these guys so that they could, number one, control you and take your money and put it in their bank account. I don't know if you had a daddy that used to say, don't do as I do, do as I say, which is exactly what John Kerry and Joe Biden and Al Gore, and I could continue to name the list of these guys, Barack Obama. Remember when he used to say the seas are going to rise and half of America is going to be covered with water because we won't have any polar ice caps anymore. It's all going to cover our country. He just spent 14 plus million dollars on a home on the beach. (laughs) Doesn't sound to me like a guy who's too worried about rising sea levels. (laughs) That's what they do. The whole idea is to enrich themselves and their friends at your expense. Uh, With Joe, it's enriching China because, you know, he's taking you off of stuff we know works like natural gas and oil and clean burning coal and putting you on solar panels, which are made where? China. And then his buddies in China go, hey, man. Yeah, one of those 26 LLC companies that you and Hunter have. Here's a few bucks. 
That's how that works. And the same thing is true with all of them involved in the climate cult. That's what it is. So in order to sell that you-know-what to you, uh, you, you get a wildfire situation that has nothing at all to do with climate change. What's happening in Canada right now is what happens in California every year. It's poor forest management. Let me, let me say it another way. It's a non-forest management because they fear if they pick up the twigs and burn them, if they you know burn the grass, the dead grass, well, that's hurting Mother Earth, and that's bad for the climate. That's what they tell you, right? So guess what? God does it himself. <laughs> God has always been doing this himself in order to keep the junk cleared out of the forests. It, it just used to be that there were no humans here to see it. But lightning has stri been striking forests forever since the beginning of this planet and having controlled burns. When, when I was in the ranching business with my dad, we did control burns all the time. You guys in the ranching business here in Texas, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You go out with the front end loader, and you pick it all up, and you take it over the pile, and you light the pile on fire about once a year, control burn to make sure you don't have a bunch of kindling on your property that's going to wipe your property out. Well, they don't do that in California. And in California's case... They don't invest any money in the electric uh, infrastructure out there and the, the, you know, the, the, the transformers and all that. So they have a transformer blow up and spark on all that kindling laying on the ground, and now you've got yourself a major conflagration. It burns up a bunch of those rich people's homes. And it costs us a bunch of money across America when that happens because the insurance companies spread their risk out across America. The people who are in California who are, who are insured by USAA or State Farm or Nationwide or whoever, you get to pay for their wildfires because they spread the risk out. And it's just non-forest management. Well, that's what they've been doing in Canada, non-forest management. They let the junk lay on the ground instead of doing controlled burns every year like they should be doing, and you end up with how many forest fires are up there right now? 500? Whatever they've got. Whatever the number is, and the east coast of the United States is covered in smoke right now. We are every August because Mexico does control burns <laughs> every year, every August. And for about a week in August, we're, we, got, we got to smoke here, the smoke in a haze right over our heads. Well, they're going through it on the east coast right now, and they're all freaked out because they don't know how to respond to that. It messes up my 3 o'clock tea time. I'm supposed to have tea and crumpets this afternoon. And I can't have it out here on Avenue B in Madison Avenue because all this smoke is so horrendous. And so they're broadcasting it on all their channels. You know, they, oh, my God, look at all this. It's a, a, apocalyptic is what they're calling it. No, it's not. No, the, you need to pick up the junk from underneath the trees and burn it once a year, and then you don't have this problem. And for Joe Biden... And when I say him, I'm talking about his administration, AOC, she's just dummy anyway, to go on right away and say, this is climate change. See what's happening. This is climate change, climate change, climate change. This is the, the, what you need to do is start paying this international climate change tax now. We need to start paying into the international climate change fund so that the fire, fire, uh, big fires don't happen anymore. That's a line of crapola in order to extract more money from you and put it in their pockets. John Kerry is flying on a private jet. 
Al Gore is flying on a private jet and riding around in really big black SUVs. Again, just like I always say about uh, the Second Amendment, right? Whenever there's a school shooting, well, you have to give up your gun, like you're going around and you're, you're shooting up the schools, right? You've got to give up your gun, which is completely illogical. While at the same time, they're not giving theirs up. They've got all kinds of guys protecting them and their families with big guns. And now you've got to give up your gas stove. You've got to give up your gas furnace. You got They're not. They're, they're taking pictures of themselves on the Internet, and there's AOC with a big gas stove in her kitchen. <laughs> big old cooktop, the blue flame going up. But you've got to give yours up. Well, the same is true on this climate nonsense. All this means is that they make more money. Do not believe them. Don't buy off on it. It is a cult. It is a hoax. It is a lie. And it has nothing to do with the smoke on the East Coast right now. Pick up the junk off the property, do a control burn once a year, and you won't have this problem anymore. It's that simple. It's not hard to understand. Well, lifestyle is unlimited. That's not hard to understand either. But you do need to understand it. You do need to understand how to invest in real estate so you can start making money. And that's where FinancialFreedomLivestream.com comes in because you can go online and watch their seminar, or you can go to the seminar in person, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, and they'll teach you how to identify the right to properties for you, how to buy those properties, how to make your best deal on those properties. Because, by the way, here's a little hint. In real estate, you make your money going in, not going out. That's where you make your money, and you got to know how to do that. And your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, will show you how to make your money going into the deal and then how to compound that money and really be able to retire in five years or less if that's your dream, if that's your goal. They can get you there. I'm telling you about a friend of mine who just passed the $10 million mark. Now, he works at it. I'm telling you right now, you're not going to sit back and dip your toes in the water at the coast at first. You're going to have to work this. But if you do, they'll show you how to become a success. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. Mostly sunny and a strong thunderstorm is possible later on today with a high of 92. And then much warmer weather is ahead for the next several days for us. Right now, it's 73 at KTSA. Good morning. We do have an accident reported. six. KTSA and Kitchen Designs by Giovanni presenting Operation Interdependence now through July 4th, collecting items that we need for the troops that are deployed around the world. All of our sponsors are drop-off locations. If you'd like a list of those items that we are collecting, just go to KTSA.com. Brought to you in part by the Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World, Specs, and River City Rock Tops. Thanks to all of our sponsors for being a part of it. Well, you know, you got to silence, uh, silence dissenting voices at all costs, right? And that's exactly what they're doing at Fox News when they got rid of Tucker Carlson. Tucker exercised his First Amendment rights a couple of uh, nights ago and went on Twitter and expressed his views on current events. And now Fox is saying, we're going to go get Tucker. (laughs) We can't have him out there talking, which is their plan all along. I told you it was when it happened that the plan was to shut him up for the upcoming election cycle. You can't have somebody out there telling the truth and showing the truth about January 6th. They're going to use that against Donald Trump. You can't have somebody out there telling the truth and showing the physical and and video evidence of what happened during the COVID lockdown phase. 
and the voting irregularities and everything else that Tucker was exposing. You can't have that out there if you're going to tell a a different story than the one he is telling because he was telling the truth with video evidence, not buying off and not just repeating the propaganda that the government puts out through CNN. And that's what cost him his job. He's not violating anything at all by going on Twitter. He's certainly, certainly not violating any kind of non-compete contract. None whatsoever. He just went on social media and expressed his views on current events. That's a First Amendment right. He didn't go to work for anybody. He didn't sign on with CNN or MSNBC or anybody and say, I'm working for these people now. That would be a violation of his uh, non-compete. No. He just did what any what any citizen covered by the First Amendment can do in the United States, and that is express themselves on social media. But Fox can't have that because the big guys can't have that because the propagandists can't have that if they're going to get Joe Biden or any other Democrat reelected, which is the goal here. Keep the goal in mind. In fact, I'm predicting... Unless something really big changes at Jack Smith's office, which is the uh, independent prosecutor, har, 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 independent, that they recalled from the Hague to have him come back here and climb up inside of Donald Trump, I'm predicting that we, within a week, or maybe a little bit longer, we'll see, timeline can vary, but I'm predicting we're going to see the biggest case of election interference that has ever happened in the United States when... This guy indicts Donald Trump for obstruction of justice and a couple of other things that they're going to throw in there. That's election interference. Never in the history of this country have we done any kind of indictment against a political opponent. That's what they claimed, by the way, Donald Trump was doing to Joe Biden when Joe Biden, when when Donald Trump talks to, to uh, Zelensky and said, I need to check into this uh, stuff that Joe Biden was supposedly doing over there, which now, now we know he was doing, and, and Donald Trump was correct. Uh, but now Joe Biden and Merrick Garland and the rest of them are doing exactly to, to uh, Donald Trump what they claim Donald Trump was doing to Joe Biden. What got Donald Trump impeached? Turns out he wasn't doing that. There was a legitimate investigation that needed to happen because Joe Biden was on the take. But now Joe Biden and Merrick Garland have turned the tables and they're doing it in in actuality to Donald Trump where they want to prosecute him. They want to indict him as many times as possible in election interference. That's exactly what it is. Nobody in the history of this country has been investigated more and harassed and harangued more than Donald Trump. No president in the history of our nation has gone through what that man has gone through. Why? Because they know how serious he is about you and taking care of you, and they can't have that. They can't have somebody telling the truth about what goes on in Washington, D.C. They can't stand to have that truth get out. Look, he single-handedly got Chris Licht fired over at CNN. They, they fired Chris Licht, the, the guy, the, the head guy over at CNN. They fired him yesterday. Less than a year. Ten months is how long he'd been working there. Ten months. How, how, how did Donald Trump get him fired? Well, when Donald Trump went on that deal with the girl a couple of weeks ago and did the town hall, 
that was supposed to be the time when the, the headlines to follow were how corrupt is Donald Trump and he fell apart on this town hall and he did an absolutely terrible job and he's a criminal. That's what they were going to do. That's how CNN was going to build the case. But keep, keep in mind, CNN is all about propaganda, not news anymore, propaganda. And instead, Donald Trump turned the tables on them and he owned her and owned CNN. And as a result, they needed a head. And it was Chris Licht's head that they took yesterday, his scalp. Tapper, not going to stand for Donald Trump looking good. Andy Cooper, not going to stand for Donald Trump looking good. Aaron, what's her name? Huh? Aaron, whatever her name is. She's not going to stand for him looking good. So what they do? They went and they just inside of CNN, they lost their minds, went crazy about the guy at the top, and they blamed him for Trump looking good on their own network. So he had to go. And that's what happened yesterday. So all this is, when you look at these stories from 30,000 feet and you pay attention to what they're doing, they are silencing all dissent, all opposing voices before this upcoming presidential contest. That's what's going on. They're going to, unless we all miss our bet, going to indict Donald Trump down in Florida. They might indict him up in, uh, up in Georgia, too. That's a real possibility. The most indicted president in history, says Aaron Katursky on ABC. Watch. And it's all, every last bit of it, from Tucker Carlson and what they're doing to him to what they just did yesterday to the new head at CNN to what they're doing to Donald Trump with indictments. It's all silencing dissent. This is the swamp. This is the, the deep state. They're pulling the strings behind the scenes to silence dissent before the upcoming election. They know Joe is incapable of getting out of the campaign trail, speaking to huge audiences and doing all that. They know he can't do it. So what do they have to do? They have to shut up the opposition. And look how they're doing it, bit by bit, piece by piece. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Trey Ware for Noble Gold Investments at Noble Gold Investments. Maybe rock on. 636, Trey Ware, KTSA at 210-599-5555. I'll take a look at some of these uh, text messages that have been coming in here in a couple of minutes. Uh, I see Chris Christie's on, uh, on Fox this morning explaining why he should be the president. Look, I could... Uh, take out the Chris Christie campaign right now, immediately. All you got to do is post that picture of him kissing Obama's rear end. Remember that? When they had the storm and they were together and all the things that Chris Christie said about Obama. He's so wonderful. He's the greatest president ever. He's the greatest man that ever walked on planet Earth. Remember all that stuff that Chris Christie said about him? All you got to do is publish those pictures of the two of them together and those words that Chris Christie said and say, do you want four more years of another tool in the hands of Barack Obama like you've had with Biden for four years? Because that's exactly what you've had. Biden is a, hand, is a tool in the hand of Barack Obama, and that's why you're in the mess you're in now. And Chris Christie would be a tool in the hands of Barack Obama for four more years. And here's the picture evidence of it all. Let's go to phones right now and talk to Mike. Mike, good morning to you. Okay, how you doing, brother? Uh, yeah, yeah, Trey, uh, listen, man. 
uh, if if somehow these losers uh, eliminate Donald Trump from the uh, 2024 race, I hope that the Donald Trump uh, people instantly take their uh, votes over to um, the governor of Florida. I understand he's supposed to be in Texas today from what your uh, radio announcement said. Uh, I hope that all Texans support this man. This man has actually sent his people down to the Texas border to help out uh, the Governor Abbott in this situation. This is this is a true American. He was in the military. He served his country, unlike Joe Biden and uh, these other Democratic losers. Uh, uh, like I said, it's, take your support to this man. But did you hear? Did you hear this garbage that the governor of California said? Uh, Trey, he had the nerve to say that he was gonna yeah. that he was gonna try to uh, uh, get him arrested for kidnapping charges <laughs> for for transporting these people to California. Uh-huh. These all these people signed documents. They volunteered to get on that plane headed uh-huh. to uh, Sacramento, California. That governor of uh, California is a loser. He's a Democratic loser. That's the reason why California is in the state they're in right now, because of him. And he has the nerve to say that DeSantis has done something wrong by transporting these individuals out to California. He has no case about that. All he's doing is embarrassing himself even more than what he's already done. And it's just a big joke. I'd like for you to comment on what this loser had to say. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thanks, Mike. Be safe out there, man. Okay, yeah. Well, first of all, we got a local sheriff who's doing the same thing. Uh, he's trying to go after DeSantis in the same way. And it's 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 laughable because it's just so stupid. Uh, that None of it makes any sense. It's highly illogical, whether it's coming from our local sheriff here or from the governor of California, right? Um, you're absolutely right. Those people signed waivers saying that they were being taken, you know, of, of their own free will. They weren't kidnapped at all. They were treated really nicely, and they made videos on uh, on a really nice jet that you and I would love to fly on, by the way. You know, private jet. Uh, and what DeSantis said was, look, Florida is not a sanctuary state. So anybody who comes into this uh, city or this state illegally, I'm going to deport because we're not sanctuary. So bye-bye, and the people who got on that airplane did so willingly, just like they did here, by the way. Uh, Javier is really, truly wrong about what he's doing, and he's only doing it to get his chops for uh, later on in the Democrat Party. And and we can see through it. uh, Nobody's being fooled by what Javier is doing or Newsom is doing. We all know that it's politics. It has nothing to do with the legal system or justice in America. It's all playing politics. That's all these guys know how to do, by the way. It's all they care about. They don't care about family, friends, or anything. They care about politics and uh, amassing for themselves more money and more power, and power means money. Okay, so I just got a text in here. By the way, you can call our text, either or, uh, 210-599-5555. Are we masking again, seeing those idiots and putting on cloth masks, thinking they will protect themselves against smoke inhalation? If they did, firefighters would use them. Uh, well, yeah, they're just dumb. <laughs> and the reason for this has nothing to do with climate change. I covered that in the last half hour. Good morning, Trey. John and I don't agree with you on a lot of things. I'm a conservative. I voted Republican, and I will vote again. We have two choices, the nurse, North Carolina guy, and Mike Pence. I agree with you. We should teach our kids how to survive the way it's going that a parent used to do in the back of the day. I survived. Thank God for my parents to take care. Uh, thank you. Um uh, I appreciate you uh, sending that. I I don't see a name on here. I appreciate you sending that in. So the North Carolina guy and Mike Pence, that uh, those are the two uh, choices. I'm not sure who the North Carolina guy is, but Mike Pence, pretty milk toasty yesterday in the interviews that he was given. Uh, Not a lot of fire in his belly, not a lot of charisma to him. And whether you like it or not, 
you got to have that to be able to live and uh, and and succeed in today's politics. By the way, Joe Biden yesterday gave the big middle finger to most of America once again by vetoing a bipartisan bill that will take the responsibility that people made. Oh, Tim Tim Scott's from South Carolina. She put North Carolina. Okay, thank you, Elaine. Yeah, Tim Scott's from South Carolina. She was just confused on the state. Joe Biden, again, is sticking it to the hardworking American people by saying that he is canceling debt for all these snot-nosed brats that went to these liberal institutions that refuse to now go to work and pay their bills. Call it what it is. They're lazy hacks who decided they were going to go to these liberal institutions learn how to hate America and those liberal institutions. They made a promise that the hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt that they took out, they would pay back, and now they've decided they're not going to pay it back. And instead of going to them and forcing them to pay it back like you would be forced if it was your mortgage that we were talking about or a repossession if it was your vehicle that we're talking about, no, Joe is now putting it off on your back. There's no canceling of debt. He's now putting it on to you. And many of these people are well-to-do. They have plenty of money. They could pay the debt back. They refuse to pay the debt back. And so Joe is saying, yeah, you, the, the rest of America should do this. So you got these snot-nosed liberals that went to these institutions, Berkeley and other places like that, Stanford, Harvard, and they're not going to pay back their debt. The plumbers get to. The house painters get to. You get to, with your Yeti staring at red brake lights right now, in Joe's America, you get to pay their bill. Now, there was a bipartisan bill that was passed through both chambers of commerce and sent to his desk, and he vetoed it yesterday. Put out a video about how proud he is of vetoing this piece of legislation. Highly, highly edited video, by the way, because as you well know, he can't speak in complete sentences, so they had to have AI put his voice together in a complete sentence because he doesn't have coherent thoughts anymore. Go ahead and let's listen to a, just a tad of it, Jimmy, just a tad. Folks, Republican Congress led an effort to pass a bill blocking my administration's plan to provide up to $10,000 in student debt relief and up to $20,000 for bars that received a Pell Grant. Nearly 90% of those relief dollars go to people making less than $75,000 a year. I'm not going to back down on my efforts to help tens of millions of working and middle class. Okay, families. that's enough. That's enough. That's you hear him slurring his words. You know, he's got spittle coming out of his mouth. He's it's classic dementia. This is classic dementia you're watching in a president right now. Highly edited uh, piece of video to make him uh, have a coherent uh, sentence, which he can't make. But he vetoed it, slammed the, the thing closed, the portfolio closed after he vetoed it with his pen. Had a hard time signing his own name, by the way. If you watch the video, He's like trying, like you and I can just, you know, we sign our name. He's like making each letter real carefully. That's, I'm telling you, the guy, brain's gone. And this is the guy they're going to run again next year. What fun this is going to be. But anyway, just like a month ago, he forced home buyers with good credit to pay more to cover loans for people with poor credit. Now he's making you pay the bills for the snot-nosed liberal kids who refuse to pay their student debt back. The guy's criminal from top to bottom. All right, Pete, you're on KTSA. Good morning. 
Yeah, it's funny you said uh, driving uh, with your Yeti and going to work. I'm driving from Bernie to San Antonio, and I'm sitting here listening, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we all got farmed out to go to college, and yet, um, yeah, I do have a college education, and yeah, the military did pay for it, and I had no debt. Okay, but my thing is, why don't we do like Germany? Germany is a very economical powerhouse in Europe. I used to live, I lived in Germany for a short time. And um, they tr- push the trades more as well as education. And I never understood why we never did that in America. Heck, I know plumbers, um, carpenters, and, and people in the trades that make way you know more money than I do. Let me tell you something, Pete. You're right on the money. Uh, I'm a big fan of trade schools. Um, I've got friends that own service companies like heating and AC and plumbing companies and all that, and they'll pay for you to go to school and pay you a salary. And then when you get out, you have a skill, a marketable skill that you will have the rest of your life. And they'll pay for you to go to a plumber school or electrician school or whatever. And then you get out and you go to work for them, but it's a, it's a skill you have the rest of your life. So, you know, if you have a plumbing problem later on in your life, you don't have to worry about calling a plumber or an electrician because you can fix it. And that's the situation. Uh, I'm a big, big proponent of trade schools, whether it's a welding school or whatever. Okay, a quick break here. i got to tell you about my friends at uh, at Frontier. Frontier Burger is right – and I'm going to be going over there tomorrow, as a matter of fact, for lunch. Uh, they're right over there at Broadway and Loop 410, just inside of Loop 410 on Broadway. And right now you can go by and ask for Trey's Fave. Trey's Fave is a sausage or bacon egg and cheese biscuit. Made with Pioneer biscuits, so light and fluffy and flaky and so good. By the way, um, this is not some already made wrapped in aluminum foil that they throw in a microwave to heat up when you order it. No, it's not made until you order it. It's all fresh and it's all delicious. And it's worth a, a couple of minutes extra to wait for it. But it's so good. And by the way, when you order a Trey's Fave, you get a side of hash browns with that biscuit and it's $5.50. Now, for lunch, you're always going to get 100% real American uh, beef served up, cooked up over an open coal flame, and you can tell the difference. Tastes so good, smells so good at Frontier. It's a family tradition in my family going back about 60-some-odd years right here in San Antonio. I've always loved the Hasslocker family and what they've done for restaurant business in San Antonio, and Frontier Burger is the place. So I'll see you at Frontier Broadway and Loop 410. Whether you're in need of a new HVAC system or just want to keep your